Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. Welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm your host for this episode. My name is Dan and I am uh, pleased to welcome today's guest who is a leadership development advisor, a, an executive coach, an author. Uh, Beth Miller is an entrepreneur because you, you do your own thing, don't you, Beth? Yeah, I've been an entrepreneur for, gosh, um, since the, the early 90s. Uh, my okay. husband and I actually ran a technology consulting firm back then and okay. made 500, did all the you know, fastest growing and all that, and sold it back in, in 2002. Mm. And um, I got bored really quickly. There's only so much volunteer work you can do. <laughs> so, all right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I found Vistage, which is a CEO membership organization for small, mid-sized companies. And as a um, Vistage chair, I worked with other entrepreneurs for close to 15 years. And uh, during that time, I was able to share my experiences and really empathize with uh, many of them going through their, their growth path. And um, during that time, I, I realized that I really, really enjoyed working with small business owners and um, helping them not just from a business perspective, but from a leadership perspective. So I went off and um, got certified as a coach and certified in a number of assessments and uh, started Executive Velocity back in 2006. So I was, I was kind of paralleling between Executive Velocity and Vistage for, for quite some time and then stepped down from Vistage last year just to focus on um, working with small, mid-sized companies, helping them develop their, their leadership pipelines um, okay. or for success in the future. Well, congratulations on that move. That's a nice, nice thing to be able to go on your own then, huh? Like to, completely. <laughs> completely, exactly. Yeah. So, so Beth, something you said caught my attention. You, you switched from entrepreneur to small business owners. Is there a difference between those two categories in your mind? Are they similar? Are they crossover? Um, there is a difference. Um, I look at as entrepreneurs as, as um, individuals who have started from scratch. You know, they're, they, they had nothing. Whereas small business owners, oftentimes it's a second generation company, third generation mm -hmm. So um, I'm working with families um, oftentimes, which, which can be a challenge as well. Um, and so, so there, there's definitely a difference and there's a, a different mindset. Entrepreneurs, um, I don't want, I, I hate to generalize, but oftentimes entrepreneurs are, are more gritty. They, mm. they um, you know, much more uh, risk tolerant and um, to me, a lot more agile in the way that they, they look at opportunities. Um, they oftentimes are more visionary. They can, they can see out ahead 
of, of um, and around the curves. Okay, interesting. Uh, so, so executive velocity, you work with those small business owners and their, yep. and their families, as you said. Uh, mm-hmm. so give a little bit of insight as to why you started that business to do that in particular. I heard you say a couple of things, but I want to hear from you, like really why you started the business. Um, I started it because I really felt that s- small business owners and, and I lump entrepreneurs in there. I mean, I, I look at small businesses as businesses that are under 300 employees. So okay. they're, you know, that, that's kind of my, my sweet spot is generally 20 to employees to, to 300 employees. And I did that because, um, first of all, I get to work with the executive teams. Hmm. Uh, if, if I were, you know, working with a Coca-Cola, I wouldn't, I would not have that exposure. Sure. Just, yeah. Just saying. So I, I like working at that level and um, looking and being a, a strategic partner with organizations as it relates mm-hmm. to their, their talent and their leadership and helping them to look, look ahead um, from a standpoint of what does the organization need to look like in order to meet the goals that the, that a, the business has set, set aside. So that's, that's really why I, I enjoy that. Um, and I, I feel like I'm, I'm making a bigger impact um, versus, because I have, I've worked, you know, I've, I've done coaching for IBM, for instance. Um, they, they pay great money, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't feel like I was making that impact that okay. um, I do with smaller, smaller organizations. And one of the place, and one of the things I, I love is the fact that when they're growing, they are the good ones are trying to identify those future leaders and they're investing in them Mm. from a standpoint of, of coaching and development, um, job enrichment and those things. Gotcha. So one of the things I heard you say was making an impact. Mm -hmm. So that kind of sounds like a a deeper connection even, right? You know, you like to help and and teach and empower and coach that kind of thing. That's the reason behind it and small businesses in particular, then you said making an impact. Yeah. Is that what you would say is kind of your, your motivation or your responsibility as a, as a business person? Yeah, it really is. Um, it, it, you know, it's for me, I'm at a point in my life where it's not about the money. It's, it's really about my legacy hmm. and, um, and how can I make um, an impact and an imprint in organizations that um, will be beneficial to them in the future? An impact and an imprint. I like that. That's a, I, that's the first time I've heard that one okay. that way. So that's cool. I like that. Um, so, so Beth, you, you called entrepreneurs gritty. Yeah. Now at the beginning is I called you an entrepreneur. So maybe you're gritty, maybe you're not, but we'll, we'll, we'll find <laughs> out. Maybe. Um, but it seems like those gritty entrepreneurs have those moments of throwing their hands up. They've hit rock bottom or they say enough is enough. They mm-hmm. struggle. Everybody yeah. struggles. I would yeah. assume. I would guess you've had some of those moments as well. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, do you mind sharing one of those hard moments that you had to face a challenge yeah. of some kind? Um, the one that, that um, comes to mind and it, it, it really resonates with me as it relates to talent and, and being a good leader is one of my major leadership mistakes very early on was um, we hired a, a high potential and um, this was back in the, oh gosh, early 90s. So it was, hmm. it was a while ago. And um, this woman, 
was was clearly a high performer. Um, and we put together a really good package for her where she would be able to earn into the organization. And in my mind, that that package was enough that that was going to motivate her. Hmm. And the fact of the matter is she was looking for something. Yeah. The, the money was, was nice, but there's more to it. Just like I said about, but impact and imprint. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and, and that was that um, she, she wanted to be recognized pretty on a pretty constant basis mm. of, of her accomplishments. And, and my mindset at the time was, well, that's what I'm paying you for. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> I see know, that. Yeah. Looking back, it was totally wrong. But, yeah. um, but what happened was um, I got blindsided. She, she came in one Friday afternoon and resigned. Had, I mean, it just shook, my, shook the earth under, under me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it didn't, it took me probably 18 months before I figured out what had happened. Wow. Yeah. At so first it wasn't I, an overnight. Yeah. No, no, I, it, you know, I, I finally got to it. Um, and you know, there's the old adage of, of people don't leave companies, they leave managers. Sure. Um, and, and I, had that situation at one point in my life where I was working for a great company, but um, my manager was awful mm-hmm. and I, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. I had to, yeah. So, so that, um, that really resonates with me today that um, I failed there. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, those are the greatest learning opportunities that, right. Those, those, sure. right. It's, um, right. Yeah, so that that would be one, um, and then um, another one was when we um, we we were running a technology consulting company, and we were we had one client who had like fifty percent of our revenue, and we realized that we, there was a risk there, and we were in the process of trying to to diversify, and and their budget was cut slashed. And so we, we had to downsize and that was, that was really hard, mm. really hard. Cause we were, mm. you know, these people had helped us grow and um, we had to let yeah. people go. And I, I can hear in your story, just in our short time so far, the empathy that you have for other people, you, you want to make that imprint and an impact and you, you know, you take care of these people. You, you recognize that that leader that you had hired needed something different than just money. I hear the empathy. So letting those people go, through no fault of their own that they lose their job must right. have been really hard. How, how yeah. do you, sorry, how, how do you overcome that challenge then of having to, to get through that with, 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 with who you are as your why? Yeah. So, um, back then, one of the things that, cause my husband and I were running the company to get together. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he is, you asked about entrepreneurship. He's really the entrepreneur. Ah, Okay. I, I was the one that he dragged kicking and screaming at a, at a, a corporate, <laughs> but, but it was the best thing he, he ever did mm-hmm. um, for me. But, um, you know, together we realized that if we didn't do something um, 
the company wouldn't survive and that everybody would lose their jobs, mm. not just a, a portion. So, mm. you know, it was, it was, um, it was obviously that's, that's rational. <laughs> it's, um, it doesn't make it any easier when you're delivering the, the message. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Is, is that, you, you said talent a little bit ago. Um, is that where the lessons came from for your book? Are you talent obsessed? Are these things are what come up for that? Partly. Yeah. And then partly from, um, from working with, with, uh, the clients that I've worked with in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of the writing that, that I do, whether it may be the blogs, um, or my upcoming book that I'm writing on succession planning, a lot of a lot of that comes from the experiences that I've had with with clients, okay. good, good and bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're not all good. Come on, come <laughs> on. Um, so speaking of good versus bad, I mean, what is what's what's a teaching moment that you've faced in your business that you impart on others? Um, I I think from a, a teaching moment standpoint, I mean, I could, I could think about it from a standpoint of just recently with, with COVID, you yeah. know, I, I lost a, a, a big chunk of my, my revenue stream um, and, and became idle, which is even worse for me. Oh. I, I've got, I'm somebody that needs to be busy. So I, I sat down, I said, okay, so, you know, what are those, those projects uh, that I have been saying I was going to do that I haven't done because I didn't have time. And one of them was this, this book that I'm writing on succession planning for small businesses. And um, I hope to have it out early next year. Uh, but it, it, it gave me space to do that. And it's being, it's, it's being agile and saying, okay, you know, what do I have control over? What can I control? Well, I can control those things that are going through my head I can control what I say and what I do, yeah. right? I can, tr- I can control um, the, the time that I'm spending in, on things. And so, so I focused on, on that um, and, you know, doing podcasts, for instance. That was something that I had, had done sporadically. Um, and then my, my marketing team was like, you know, Beth, you need to get on more podcasts. I'm like, cool, okay. I'm, I'm cool with talking to people. I, <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and I've got various messages that I can I can share with audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in this case, we're you know we're talking about entrepreneurship, which um, is a real passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a member of of EO back when EO was YEO uh, back in the '90s. So yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs. So so you referenced '90s a couple of times. So I'm, I'm real curious. You know. It seems like there's nothing new under the sun. What goes around comes around. You know, we're always cycling through things. And your experience since the '90s and beginning of entrepreneurship and hiring talent and talking and seeing this, what are we doing right now that you're like, well, yeah, we've been doing that since the '90s, or has come back in some way? Hmm, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I, I think so much has changed uh, as it relates to to, to talent. You know, back back then, the the style of leadership of the command and control, which is what I did, um, is no longer. Hmm. I, I can't I can't ever see that 
coming back. Uh, the, the generation behind me, the, the millennials, I mean, there's no way that they, they would live through a command and control leadership style. Yeah. You know, they're looking for collaboration and, um, and, and having ownership and a purpose. And I mean, purpose, we didn't even talk about purpose. back <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. There, yeah. there, there was a, there was a mission. Um, but you know, talking about why, what's the why that, that whole language is, has changed. Mm. Uh, I don't, I really, I can't really think of anything that's we yeah. did back then. I'm sure when, when I get off the podcast, I'll think of something. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll email you. There uh, you go. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause like I, I see, you know, when you talk about things like purpose and our, our why and making an, an, an imprint and an impact, it's, it's, and, and talent as well, you know, it's so much soft skills, air quotes. Right. And yet, and yet they're becoming what really differentiates. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. And so there's a lot of change, but I often wonder too, like, what are we doing that, you know, so that's why I asked that. Cause I just, I wonder sometimes with people, when, when someone has so much, so much, a vast knowledge of experience, mm-hmm. you know, are we doing things now that you're like, yeah, no, no kidding. Dum dum. We, we knew that. Um, or if it's just really is so much evolution and forward thinking. So that's interesting. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. I, I, and especially as it, as it relates to those, those soft skills, you know, soft skills, we didn't even talk about soft skills back then, but, um, I mean, that's, that's the differentiation of, um, a high potential hmm. and, uh, and, and an average, you know, performer, um, gotcha. the leaders, good leaders and great leaders have emotional intelligence and they're, they're constantly building on that emotional intelligence because it's the relationships that, um, provide success for an organization. You can sure. have lots of people around you, but if you're not connecting with them and inspiring them, you're, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Right. That's, yeah, that's great. But listener back that up and listen to that again. You have to take care of your relationships. That was really good, Beth. Um, if you could redo one thing over the last year, Beth, what would that look like? What would that be? <laughs> no No COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Preach it. Right. I mean, although like you said earlier, you know, has that freed you up for some stuff? Like, well, maybe, you know, as terrible as it is, like there's opportunity there too. So, but yeah, I agree. No COVID. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, something else that, that I would, would do differently. You know, I, I don't have any regrets of the last year. I, yes. I don't, I don't see anything that, you know, I'd say, gosh, I wish, wish I had done, done X. Um, I, I think that um, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have any employees right now. Um, I really feel for the entrepreneurs that are, are having to, to manage, um, yeah. you know, cash flow and, and, you know, revenues that are dropping. Um, I'm, I'm fortunate that most of my, my clients are, are on the upswing now. Um, you know, but there, but if you're in certain industries, they're never going to return like they were. Yeah. It's, it's a, a scary time for a lot of businesses, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, so looking ahead for you for uh, executive velocity, what does the next three years or five years look like for your company? 
Well, um, I am, I'm basically an independent solo entrepreneur hmm. and I really don't have any desire to, to grow it. Um, yeah. I did that once. Don't need to do it again. I'm at a point in my life where I like the flexibility of being an entrepreneur. I can choose who I work with and um, when I work with them. Yeah. Um, Pre-COVID, I, I did a lot of traveling. So um, to be honest, I'm, I'm hoping that I get more travel in the next three to five There years. you go. <laughs> Find um, those far-flung clients, right? <laughs> right. But from a professional standpoint, um, there, I am looking at, you know, the fact that there's going to be, even when we get past this, there's going to be more work remotely from a webinar perspective. I did a lot of work that was face-to-face workshops. So that is something that I'm exploring on, you know, how, how do I repackage my content into more of a virtual content? So what does success in 2021 look like then to get you there to that three or five year, you know, repackaging and traveling and everything else? What does success yeah, next right. year look like? Yeah. Well, um, the book, number one. So um, that that's that's on the horizon. Uh, and probably um, at least two webinars that um, I'll have that that I've, I've got down to uh, like an hour because Delivering content for more than an hour on a webinar is it, there's, it's just... It can be uh, brutal, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, my workshops were generally three hours. And, you know, there were a lot of breakout sessions and, and things yeah. like that. So, um, so I have to get creative. I've got a, I have a friend who does a lot of virtual event work um, for, for major companies. So she's, she's helping me kind of figure it out. There again, relationships, yeah. right? That's good. Exactly. Awesome. So, so Beth, I want to make sure then that the leverage to scale community supports that vision, helps you get to that success in 2021 and, and knows where to find the book when it comes out, or at least find, are you talent obsessed right now? Um, how can we support you? Oh, well, thank you for asking. I, um, you can go to my website, which is executive-velocity.com. My book, are you talent obsessed is on Amazon and on my website, there are a lot of free resources out there for your listeners. Uh, I have them grouped into three groupings. There's hiring, leadership development, and succession planning. Mm. So um, I would, you know, just all you have to do is give me your, your first and last name and email. I won't spam you. Mm. Uh, and, and you can download as many, many resources as you want. Um, so that, that's these. And LinkedIn, if you, if you want to look, Look me up on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. The easiest way is to use my maiden name as well as my last name. My maiden name is Arm Connect, which is A-R-M-K-N-E-C-H-T, and then Miller. Excellent. I'm only, there's only one of me. There's only one, there's only one Archiment. Yeah. <laughs> Archiment. Um, excellent, Beth. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, Executive Velocity looks like an amazing mission and wonderful work you're doing. So thanks for being a part of Leverage to Scale. Well, thank you for inviting me. I enjoyed it. Thank you so 
so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.